Welcome back to In It for the Long Haul. I'm Lexi. And I'm Zeke. And we're excited to be here with you for another season of not just The Bachelorette, but the first ever Bachelorettes. Yes, we have two Bachelorettes this season. Um, And not just to start, like happened in the past. Um, I didn't see that season, but I've heard about it. Where the um, men literally chose which one to stay. Like, yeah, you're they, not vote, the they lead. voted. They voted one of them out after the first night. But no, we've got two bachelorettes all the way through the whole season. We do not know how it's going to work logistically. Even after the first episode, we still don't know. Right. But I'm sure it will be a rip roll in time. Hopefully, some uh, paradise esque moments. Um, <laughs> so we'll see. That's I think what it'll I'm be here fun. for. Summer and Bachelor Nation is paradise-esque all the way. Of course, this is the most shocking season yet. Yes, they, you know, every year we we joke about how they they say this about every season or it's the most dramatic, but truly this is going to shape up to be the most shocking. At least that's what we're told. I I think they might actually not be lying either. Yeah, and I like it makes sense. Like they keep this is a brand new concept, um, or at least you know it's a twist on the same concept. Um, and it, from what we've seen from previews so far, does look like it's going to be quite shocking. I agree, and I know there's going to be some overlap with some of the love triangles, love squares, love octagons. But <laughs> so far, it seems pretty divided in terms of love interest. So. We'll yeah. kind of see how things go. They're already starting to kind of stake out territory, figure out, you know, figure out who, who likes who. It's interesting to kind of watch them kind of do that naturally Some at the beginning. Some soft launches of yeah. their um, dibs, yeah. you know? Some soft dibs. Some soft yeah, yeah, yeah. dibs. Um, what what did you think about just kind of the, the opening? Um, you know, one thing that's interesting is with two, with two leads – are they going to spend half as much time like talking about each one and kind of who they are or like, how's that going to work? Are we going to like, is it going to be half as much for each one? Well, I think what I've noticed with recent seasons is that when you get down to like the top four people, um, you really get to know them while they're contestants. And so I feel like we know a lot about Gabby and Rachel and their past and their families and their careers and all of these different things already. And so it's almost not that much of a loss to not have these really overproduced intros about each of them <laughs> that true. you know are just super fake Um, because we already really know um, some of the highlights from when they were on Clayton season. So thus far, I don't think we're missing out on anything with the splitting of time, but that could cause a problem later on when we feel like we don't get as much time to see a great dinner conversation on a one-on-one or, um, you know, an, enough of a person's hometown. I, I don't know. I think that that could really warp how we view the depth of these relationships yeah how many hometowns are there gonna be just four guys that's crazy are they gonna each pick two for hometowns that's i don't know i mean they're really slim in their uh options if they divide it down and you can only go to two guys hometowns or something but with the bachelorette that 
it doesn't matter as much, honestly, because I feel like the women know what they want sooner. Yeah, well, than, you know, they hand out their first impression to us, and that's who they're going to take. Yeah, so. then male leads. And so I don't think they need to have just this gigantic pool uh, for as long as possible. Like, if they have to narrow things down because of the nature of this double season then that's fine because they probably know who they want to marry already Let's yeah be yeah maybe they'll maybe they'll cut it a lot sharper you know like maybe in two episodes there'll be like 10 guys <laughs> well hopefully because yeah. they barely sent home any this week but that's true we'll get to that um so one thing so just to to kind of recap so uh rachel is slash was a flight instructor flight flight instructor i think is what it says yeah is she still like getting her hours or something to like fly commercial who knows this seems unlikely um and then gabby uh is an icu nurse but you know i think that they really need to make a shift in how they do things (laughs) and start talking and be honest and talk about in the past tense like gabby's not an icu nurse anymore she's the bachelorette and that's like now her career probably i don't know like to what extent uh leads generally like go back to their life but peter pilot pete man that's true that's still true. flying for delta so or United. it just seems like you know some of them just become influencers after the fact so maybe they just need to be more honest about it being past tense maybe you know? both you know work in the icu one day a week and then <laughs> do some ads for some apple cider vinegar gummies <laughs> six days a week oh man Um, No, but I I think that that is so true. And honestly, that's the case for some of the contestants too. Um, I mean, some don't even ever get real jobs on (laughs) their like title. That's true. And, you know, they just get like, like the twins, for example. Twins. They just, it just says they're a twin. Which knowing some twins, it can be your occupation, personality, identity, all the things. (laughs) Yeah. Which is funny because it's on the on the cast website or on the ABC website for the cast. Uh, it says that Joey is a twin, and it says that Justin is the other twin. <laughs> so that's so we already a, know who the preferred twin it's is. It's kind maybe. of a bum rap for Justin. Well, maybe Joey is the firstborn. I guess true, true. That would By be several fair. minutes. That, that this was fair. not made clear in his bio. I want to know which one was born first. Well, maybe we can dig into it. We are not clearly have not done a a full cast, uh, kind of deep look, dive deep dive on the cast, which you know I think is okay. Well, we'll there's kind of, too many of them, and they're not staying around for much longer. Yeah, maybe like so. when we get to top, maybe when we get to like top eight, we can review their bios or something. I don't know. Um, I read all of them to make oh. my rankings. Oh, I didn't. Do oh, it. for yeah. for Rose League. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which, yeah. by the way, if you want to join our Rose League, download the app and go to In It for the Long Haul. It's not too late to choose your top six picks every week who you think are going to earn the most points by doing the craziest things and see if you can beat Zeke or myself. Yeah, we have uh, we have a, a, a league for our podcast, In It for the Long Haul, mm-hmm. so you can look us up and join. That'd be fun. You would... You won't really be that much of a disadvantage because no, I think I'm we already scored at minus twelve, like twelve and or like two and negative twelve. So maybe if you join now, you will actually be in second place. I was so confident about my lineup. Um. So how do you think Rachel and Gabby's personalities and differences complement or 
um, kind of kind tug, of play off each tug, other. Yeah, but even like maybe what conflicts? are some some yeah, what are some conflicts? How do you think it the, they uh, gel? I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, Gabby is like very uh she's very blunt she you know says what she's thinking um sometimes and oftentimes it's just funny because you don't expect people to be so uh so straightforward and blunt about what they think um and so and then she just says really goofy things as well um and so i think and i think she's maybe older is that is that the case i guess we can look uh no it doesn't show their ages uh, I think no, Gabby's I think older around though, the same age. but close, close to the same age. But I think that Gabby, at least, especially after this first episode does seem to be kind of the de facto leader, uh, of the two of them. And obviously we'll have to kind of pay attention to how that maybe changes and shifts. Um, but I don't know. I think, it, and it'll just be really interesting to see how the, the guys kind of, um, you know, maybe like one of them more or, you know, I think we kind of, it's kind of hinted at in the preview that maybe there's some insecurity, um, about, you know, men rejecting one of them, um, or just the the way that they feel about that. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting, I think, to see. I mean, prior to this season, they had a common enemy. So all of their aggressive, um, tendencies, however that manifests for each of them can go against Clayton. Um, and not each other. <laughs> but at true. some point, they might be each other's enemies. And yeah, no, it'll probably happen. They aren't going to like what it feels like for those sides of themselves to be, um, you know, directed at each other instead of this, like, external shared enemy. Um, and so I'm worried about that. I also think that I love Gabby, but I'm still not fully convinced she's ready to, like, settle down and get married. She gives off a way different vibe than Rachel. Um, and so I just think the relationships that each of them are going to have are just going to look so different. I mean, even her relationship with Clayton just felt so different than Rachel's relationship with Clayton. And so I just think that's going to be really hard to compare and contrast and be like, oh, look, both of them are moving toward the same goal of an engagement when it just like feels so different. And I I don't know, like, how are these guys gonna be able to develop such different relationships with both if, like, there are some that pursue both? I mean, who knows? Some of them are snakes. They're good at acting. But it's just, I don't know. I see a lot of differences between them, and I think that that will be interesting, but also sometimes, like, confusing for the viewer, like, to, you know, you're constantly kind of comparing both of them, and we've never had to do that before. You, like, compare the contestants to each other. But, right. you know, yeah, that'll be an interesting dynamic that I think we'll have to kind of keep coming back to and keep tabs on is, you know, how are how are they playing off of each other? How's their their relationship shifting? Um, because you kind of alluded to it. There's definitely a, a strong um, a strong theme at the especially as at the beginning of this episode, just of the bond that they have, the trauma bonding that they did during the last season um with Clayton you know it's funny they're talking about oh we're just we're just both so deserving of love after everything we've been through and then it cut immediately to just the shot of Clayton uh in that fateful Iceland rose ceremony feeling like um, he looking looking like he doesn't care at all but yeah I mean I think they were kind of uh overall in this episode pretty mean to Clayton I mean yeah he 
he had some of it coming, you know, it's not shocking. He didn't handle it very well. Um, but it seems like they could just kind of not, you know, beat the dead horse. Like we get it. We understand we don't need to just be, and I think they were kind of done with it. I mean, they, they talked about it more generally, but then of course production really shoved it, rammed it down their throats, um, with the contestants that were kind of coming in and, and trying to make jokes about it. We'll kind of talk about that a little bit, but although it was funny, I noticed, I don't know if this is a coincidence or not, but you know, remember how Clayton, remember how Clayton was on cloud 10? Well, yes. there's just new levels. We keep finding new levels of clouds um, because uh, Gabby and Rachel are on cloud 11, they say. Um, so I, I just don't know what is cloud 12. Is that a thing? Well, are we going to get there? Maybe one of the you, contestants. You and I are on cloud 12. So oh, okay. So, yeah. okay. I'm getting a reference. So, wow, cloud 11, they're feeling pretty good. <laughs> well, it's crazy because I feel like I had no idea that the bachelorette contestants were astronomers and finding all these clouds or cloudologists uh meteorologists i believe okay that's atmospherologists (laughs) but can they name all of the different types of clouds uh stratus columnimbus Uh, (laughs) you know cumulus cumulus that's That's a a that's a real one that's a good one that's a real one column column cumulonimbus i think is one i don't think i don't know but anyway um they there was some discussion there's just this funny gabby moment and there's going to be some of these that i'm just going to kind of randomly pepper in there but they were talking about their past dating and stuff and gabby has done it all she says with dating she's she's dated the tall ones the short kings which i don't think you had heard that phrase Mm. before i had to kind of I told you that that was a thing. Well, I respect that. Yeah, you know? the short kings, you know. I dated a short king. <laughs> um, <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> now a tall boy. Um, the smart ones and the dumb ones. <laughs> Can't relate. Rip, Only intelligent Imagine if you're one men. of Gabby's exes and you're like, which one was I? Um, but, you know, they, t- they say this has never been done before, which, yes, but also paradise kind of. But it's di- I know it's different having two leads and it's not exactly the same as paradise, but... You know, no, they're because just, there's two that are clearly like calling the shots. Right. But, you know, this is definitely somewhere on the spectrum between normal bachelor and paradise. For sure. It's getting there. But you know what's never been done before? This a- ABC trying to the break casting up. Casting ad. Oh, man. Your boyfriend's a loser. Everyone knows it. Dump his ass. Apply for the bachelor. It's like, hold up, ABC. <laughs> I thought. So now I guess their pool of their pool of applicants has really run thin. They've they've turned through all of the eligible single people in America. And so now they have to go after the ones that are in relationships. That are in relationships. Which is kind of a weird move. I just for the drama too, because how many of them will like quote break up and Mm. like not actually break up? Like, what? And they would never do an ad like this if it was for Bachelorette. And, like, your girlfriend's a loser. Oh, yeah, Dump no. her. Like, Double standards. Right. Like, ABC. this is just so weird. It's so cringy. It was, no. And it, was it Jesse narrating it? Yeah, too? it was totally Jesse's voice. Betrayal. Yeah. Betrayal, yeah. Jesse. Jesse. Well, he's he's a good um, he's a good ABC boy. So he, he does what he's told. He drinks the Kool-Aid. 
Yes. <laughs> Does he buy it from Ray? <laughs> uh, probably. Um, you want to get to the limo entrances yeah. slash just introducing all of the cast? Let's meet the men. Okay. So first out, which I think he had pretty good music, but and you always kind of kind of look out for the first out of the limo, mm-hmm. um, which maybe, I don't know, but it's Zach. Uh, Zach is 25 and he's a tech executive from Anaheim Hills. Um, is that I, the hill right by Anaheim? Probably. The hills, multiple. Um, I think one thing that I noticed, I don't know if you noticed this or thought this, but did you feel like the limo entrances were maybe a little bit more boring than normal? Like, Yeah, I think that yeah. um, people are kind of tired of the gags. And with two bachelorettes as well, you have to be more general. Mm. Um, because a lot of the puns or like the quirky stuff are like maybe specifically directed at who the lead is. That's true. Um, so you got the windmill jokes. So really, the only thing that you can do to tie them both together is make a Clayton joke, which both of them admitted to the camera that they were over and annoyed right. with. Yeah, they didn't like those. So you know, but yeah, overall, I thought it was not as interesting. But also, I've always noticed that the first entrance is never a gag it's always just a hi yeah nice to yeah they just you. do it with a standard boilerplate yeah, just like great to be here great to be here yeah and that's a good way to kind of get us back into it yeah it'd so, be pretty jarring if the first one was like in a chicken suit <laughs> yes <laughs> um but aside from that i am suspicious of zach i and he's a snake yeah he has um the sneaky eyebrows yeah he, do, he really does the eye-eyebrow combo. Mm-hmm. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Can't be trusted. And kind of a short forehead. Mm. See, now you're getting into phrenology. <laughs> Joking. <laughs> um, no, I know Lots of science happening on this podcast. This is now officially a science podcast. So I don't know what's happening. I also can't believe he's 25. Yeah, he looks older. This is just so weird. What he, a young person. 25? Well, it's just... Crazy. No, it's just so weird because like... I'm making a joke about I'm, how I'm not 25 I know, I know, but it's just like he looks older than you and certainly older than me, but like we're right there. It's just like not so surreal these days. I look that old when I have my beard. Maybe. All right. Who is next? Jason. Let's see. Jason. There's so many J names, by the oh, way. Oh, yeah. There's a ton. There's like tw- like 14. Jason is 30 and an investment banker from Ooh. Santa Monica, California. So he's got big monies. Is this the one that has the same? Oh, no, that's Ryan. Never mind. There's a guy that looks like and has the same head shape as Clayton. But it's um, not him. Jason does look like Clayton, though. Not the doppelganger of the season, but he's definitely in that category. Right. So... Jason's big entrance reveal, which I thought was weird because of how he worded it, was like, I have something in common with Clayton. I'm in love, which not, not, I love three women. I think he should have said, I love three women, not am in love with three women, because then it sounds weird when he says, my mom, my sister, and my dog. It's like, 
you're in love with your sister? Gross. I know. I feel Where's like it's, from? it's almost California, strange. not Alabama. Weird. Yeah, it's for sure strange phrasing. I think it's interesting though that like it's when he adds his sister that we have like more of a problem with it than just saying I'm in love with my mom. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Why is that? That's so weird. He's just a mama's boy. Ugh, I'm in love with my mom. I don't know. <laughs> it sounds less weird. Anyway. But up next was Avon. And look out for Avon. He's 28, sales executive from San Diego, California. Gotta look out for those San Diego boys. You think he's friends with uh, with James and Aaron? You know, he kind of <laughs> has that vibe. He yeah. could be. He, he certainly could, be, buds could with them. be after this when he well, gets eliminated. Maybe he'll meet them on Paradise because you know that that they'll have James and Aaron back on Paradise for sure. I don't see I don't the see buds. James or Avon going very far though. You don't? No. I thought that he... Maybe I'm thinking of someone else. Yeah, there's too many. No, I think that he did really well. I thought that they really liked him. But we'll see, I guess. Yeah. Uh, We've got Jordan H. He's actually one of the ones that I think is like decently attractive. Um, But yet he kind of looks like Tom Brady when you squint. So I don't know how I feel. He's 25 oh, right. and a software developer from Tampa, Florida. So he does live right near Tom Brady. And near Rachel. I think he notes that oh, right. it wouldn't be far for Rachel. And he actually had one of the most like cool, like creative, clever things where he brought like those big like ear like earmuff, ear protection type things to give to each of them to have a more private conversation with each of them in turn, which is really good. And they vibed with it. They were like, oh, yeah, they this like is that. funny. They that was like, sweet. I appreciate this. Okay, I'll put on the headphones, you know. Yeah, no, that was good. Uh, Michael is 32. He's a pharmaceutical salesman from Long Beach, California. Um, he looks like, um, shoot, he looks like the guy who plays the the Falcon from Marvel. Um, I can't think of his name. I cannot confirm this. <laughs> or well, did I if you know who I'm talking about, you can picture, just picture him. And then that's kind of what Michael looks like. Mm. So uh, I didn't get anything about Michael's entrance pretty boilerplate yeah. i think chris a lot of c names too oh i guess there's not that many um chris two. is <laughs> two. 30 so many he's a mentality coach mm. from redondo beach california zeke define mentality coach well it seems like uh this is gonna be a real test for whatever that is because i think that a show like this is going to really challenge his mentality and to not be really toxic. Mm. So maybe he can coach everyone to not have a toxic mentality on the reality TV show. I want to know what the specifics are between um, life coach and mentality coach. I, I don't, I well, probably it's just all in your mind about how you think about things. What's so, your mentality? Yeah, I guess so. So yeah. it's not really like, actions it's just changing your perception of things yeah that's what a mentality is um okay yeah i really am going to analyze all of his behaviors and comments through the lens of what's his mentality is he just gonna be carl 2.0 no i don't think so i don't think he seems less crazy yeah i but i mean i think he's just kind of like mm, bland oh carl Carl is spicy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Next up is Mario. I also didn't really get anything about Mario's entrance, 
Um, but I think that he really hit it off with them well. Uh, but he's 31, personal trainer from Naperville, Florida. So another, or Illinois, sorry, never mind. Not a not another Florida connection for Rachel, but Naperville, Illinois. Um, he danced. Oh, yeah, he, he had a good little dance. I don't remember what kind of dance, but. Well, that's fun, though. I, I would dance. I feel like that's a good, not a gag, but like fun, you know? Yeah. He has some swagger. I think they commented that. That's true. Yeah, yeah. So now we have Ethan. And he is 27 and an advertising executive from New York City. Um, I feel like there's lots of Bachelor alum that moved to New York. So that could happen. Um, and it seems like he got more airtime throughout the show than... I thought he would. He scored pretty high in the Rose League. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. All I know is I don't remember anything else except for that he juggled at the beginning and made some juggling puns. Which Maybe there's fine. some points you get for juggling. <laughs> it's a very specific category on Rose League. Could be. Well, next up we've got a, a good Texas boy. We've got uh, Kirk, who is a um, he's a college football coach. I'm guessing like an assistant. Probably uh, for Texas Tech. He's from Lubbock. Lubbock. Yeah, so he's from Lubbock. He's 29, and um, he really brought that that pump up locker room energy. Um, just really, just really being inspirational, really encouraging um, with that intensity of a football coach. And after he greeted the women, the like six guys who were already inside, or maybe it's you know like the eight guys that were already in there, he like gave him like a like a locker room halftime or pregame like all right like we're gonna get it we're gonna work hard we're gonna like fight you know and just kind of that classic yeah. that classic talk and he gave it to them and I actually kind of liked it I thought it was kind of cool wow. I don't know that he'll like you know I don't know that he'll make it far uh for love but they should just keep him on and he can just be kind of the coach for the guys I have to absolutely disagree with you no it's just I don't like that voice um it's just so strange almost immature really no. he's leaning into his career like making it his whole bit he's passionate like i want to know more about kurt well, i'm sure he will and um i just i think he's a short king so <laughs> maybe oh is he yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. maybe with some maybe with some receding hairline going on yeah it's kind of tough mm-hmm. so it's just not working but Godspeed. Um, next, we've got Logan, who is one of our breakout stars of the night. Oh, he certainly. is 26. He's a videographer from San Diego. Another person who I feel like could hang with Aaron and James if uh, this all, you know, goes to crap. I think for he's him. a little bit too mature. Um, I think he's faking it. Oh, you think he's a snake? Yeah. So first of all, I think he looks way different in real life than he does in his profile photo um, for the cast. Um, second of all, no. I think that like it is wild that supposedly we hear that Rachel and Gabby really didn't talk to that many guys, but Logan did talk to both of them. And like, well, cool, yeah, that's like, just smart, man. You yeah, like, time. cool way to put yourself out there. But it could also be seen as like kind of sneaky and aggressive, given that like there were people that didn't talk to either of them. And so it just kind of, 
I don't know. It's not like an inherently bad thing, but he, he was the only one who did that. And so it does kind of like put this like target on his back. Oh, probably. Yeah. Like the other guys are probably not going to like him because he's definitely being, he's confident. He knows that he thinks that he's going to be up there. Yeah. So yeah, he's, but yeah, he, he brought some, he, he said he was practicing hanging out with a couple chicks and he had some live chicks. Um, I really thought they were mice. (laughs) like right at first oh right yeah um but yeah and it was pretty i think it was that was an interesting thing some live animals um pretty chaotic to have gabby interact with a live animal on screen um i think it pooped on her hand or something or i think it pooped maybe that was later it pooped on someone one of them but anyway next up was uh quincy uh self-proclaimed says his nickname is prince which you know it's weird to have a nickname that you give yourself that's not like you know a shortened version of your name like don't don't tell people it's just weird like gotta earn your nicknames other someone else has got to give it to you or if it's like with a new group like quince prince maybe but Regardless, Quincy is 25 and he's a life coach, not a mentality coach, a life coach. Two, two of them on the season. Though. Well, it's time for the mentality coach and the life coach to go head to head and to see which should make approach alliance. to coaching is more effective. Yeah. Well, and maybe we could throw Ryan or Kirk in there too and uh, see if see you know, if being a football, football coach, coach is ultimately just way more lots effective. of coaches. Um, but no, he's from Miami, Miami, Florida. So hopefully maybe that's, maybe he'll be able to form a good connection with Rachel over their Florida connection. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think, you know, he had a very interesting, um, entrance talking about how he has not had sex dot, 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 dot for a year and a half. Yeah, he was talking about like how he's like so intentional. Like I'm just such an intentional person. I've been so intentional the last like year and a half. I haven't had sex. Um and Gabby <laughs> I need like we need like a sound a, like a sound effect that we can play when there's going to be a signature Gabby moment. Um when she just after he leaves as he's walking into the house, she goes like, "Well, that makes one of us." LOL. Does he know who he's talking to? Um, yeah, it's just funny. I don't know if he doesn't, didn't, it's crazy to me that they cast people who like didn't watch the season or that you would go on this show without having seen it before. Um, but it's just like kind of crazy because, uh, I think this is occurring pretty quickly after they filmed, um, after the final rose. I think that that's like how it was presented to us in the episode was that, they like find out on after the final rose and then like pack up and then like a couple days later go to start filming. Um, but yeah, that was kind of funny. Um, yeah, I think, you know, I, I do want to know more about his motivation and like sharing that with them, especially like immediately. Um, cause you know, at least Gabby admitted that like the intimacy was not what she was like offended about with Clayton and the fact that he was intimate with her and Rachel. Um, and so if that's not something, you know, she really values, I'm intrigued that like he would start with that. Um, but maybe he's like, Hey, what Clayton did was bad, which it was. So like, I just want to tell you right off the bat that I'm going to think 
um, more intentionally before I would do that. So I don't really know. Just kind of like um, a, a strange way to, to get things started and a, a big topic to just toss out there softball style um, and to not like give us a ton of information about um, what, where you're at with that and like why you're the way you are. Um, so anyway, we've got Johnny, not John, Johnny, who's 25 and a realtor from Palm Beach Gardens, Florida, maybe also close to Rachel's house. Um, lots of Florida men. It'd be interesting if all the Florida men ended up falling for Gabby. (laughs) instead. I'm just like looking through all of the, uh, like the cast and, it's crazy because, I mean, maybe it's not surprising, but everyone is from either, like, New England, Chicago, Florida, or, like, Southern California. And there's, like, just no one else. They from, don't cast enough people from, from the like, Midwest. Middle, middle America. You don't hardly, you or don't often Kansas, get people from, like... North Dakota. Right. It's just interesting. Montana. Like, everyone... I mean, it's not, like, it's not super surprising. Um, just because, like, probably culturally, you know, those places are probably... If you're, like, if you grew up in one of those places, you know, like you're Miami. You're probably married. Or, right. And I guess your if people you're probably. from the Midwest. Yeah, that's probably true, too. I'm just kidding. Uh, I mean, I'm sure that's real. I'll bet yeah. if, like, the middle of America, people on average get married younger than, like, Southern California or Miami. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, it's just crazy. I noticed. Oh, there's, okay, we've got Nashville. That's right. We've got a, we've got our, our kind teacher boy. But we're coming up on that. Um, Hayden. Ding, 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 ding. I think we both are rooting for Hayden. I think he's on our team. Um, I love his smile. Yes, Hayden, um, he kind of looks like Paul Rudd, kind of has that, you know, he could be a movie star Mm -hmm. um, and just has, you know, some good dimples, nice clean smile, um, good haircut, but he's 29 and he's a leisure executive from Tampa, Florida. Um, what do, what th- do we think? What's a leisure executive? I want to say that he is an executive at a leisure company. Uh, leisure to me means like hospitality. Maybe. Do you think it could be that he is like the person who is just really good at like schmoozing people? And so when you like when you've got like mm. your your big clients come to town, he's like the one that takes them to golf and stuff. Oh, Could whoa, that be? maybe. Uh, that's not my original idea. Um, I believe that that came from I think the Rose Cast. I believe. Okay. Uh, speculated that. I don't know what that means though. We'll have to Google that. Hmm. But anyway, we really like Hayden. He seems genuine and genuine and real. Trademark. Uh, <laughs> Well, somebody on here is a shipping executive, so I want to say that it's more like industry mm. based, like he's some sort of manager in the leisure industry. Yeah. Well, and Ethan was an advertising executive, so mm-hmm. man, lots of executives. They're rolling out the they're rolling out the the good guys for for these two. The next uh, guy is Clayton. <laughs> Sorry, I mean Ryan. <laughs> Literally Clayton's doppelganger, but honestly. 
even more of a Jesse lookalike than Clayton. And everyone was talking about how Jesse and Clayton looked so much alike last season, and they do. But on the Clayton to Jesse spectrum, Ryan is like (laughs) tilted over a little bit towards the Jesse side. Well, and ironically, this was like right after there was kind of a a brief break where the women were starting to, because Clayton made some thing about, about, made some reference to Clayton. um, And Gabby and Rachel, like, had there was like a break where they were kind of talking about how they were getting kind of tired of hearing about Clayton. Um, you know, it's, that was the past and they want to stop hearing about it. And then of course, like each of the next like six guys, uh, made references to Clayton, um, in some wonderful classic editing slash producing, uh, shenanigans. (laughs) So, yeah. Uh, Ryan is 36, and he is an investment director from Boston. 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 <laughs> um, but other than, like, looking like Clayton and uh, making everyone do a double take, Ryan just, you know, didn't really stand out. Nothing stood out. Mm-mm. Well, next was Alec. Alec is uh, Mr. Bling. He's got, like, an earring, really cool look, good fade, you know nice little beard um but he's a 27 year old wedding photographer out of houston texas so uh, it'd be an interesting vibe um yeah he as a photographer um, his look also was way different than what i thought it would be based on his picture i think this is the one who i was like he looks like a jonas brother and you didn't agree no no he like is trying to be way too like cool and edgy to be a jonas brother well, but like you can still look like someone even if your vibe are trying to cultivate a different vibe, if you feel. For me, it's the look and <laughs> vibes they have to align. Yeah. You really got to get your your astral vibes all lined up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh well, man. We need some feedback about how Gen Z actually talks. We're trying to we're trying to get the lingo. Well, as long <laughs> as you say that you're a main character, which really creates content for you. Oh <laughs> 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 well, shout out to my sister. Anyway, um, speaking of looks and vibes aligning, we've got James, who's 25 and a meatball enthusiast from Winnetka, Illinois, and. I think that he kind of looks like a meatball. <laughs> That's kind of mean. In in a loving way. He's got dimples, which I'm all about. I'm forgiving when you've got dimples. But he's got that like greasy long Yes, hair. yes. Yeah. And lots of hair on his eyebrows. Yeah, he got some caterpillars up there. And so it's just some meatball vibes. And he loves meatballs. And so I don't think that this would offend him to hear. Yeah, well, probably not. No, because he even says that his nickname, they say, he says, they call me Meatball. So I don't think that you're saying anything that he doesn't like. Yeah, I think that that's going to be like a whole um, thread for him is just for how like many. one episode no, before he gets sent n- home. Well, I think it's going to be kind of like Rodney where like the mm-hmm. oh. whole like um pizza, apple, apple thing mm. keeps coming up for like a few episodes. I don't think that James is going to be as big of a contender as Rodney was. Yeah, top but I four, think no way. <laughs> he's n- I think he's going to stay two more episodes and each episode there's going to be something involving meatballs. Maybe. He so. came in with like a like eight foot long sub, yeah. which was logistically i think he's gonna make they get that in there he's gonna make one of the women eat meatballs with him Mm. 
And then we know that he survives actually at least one more week because we oh. see in the preview he gets a rose handed to him. Oh, okay. right, which he rejects. Um, oh, so I guess right. we don't for sure know if the other girls willing to keep him. So yeah. All right. Well, up next was Justin B, uh, who's a 32 year old physical therapist from Solana Beach, California. Um, Justin B is grounded, and so he doesn't need anything between him and the ground. So he is barefoot, is kind of his deal. Uh, he seems like, um, at least from the look, and I don't remember if this is how he came across on screen, but he seems like a very like mature, serious guy. Um, but I guess he wanted them to make sure that uh, they knew that he was grounded. He's very granola. I don't know what his mm. vibes will end up being. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to watch the vibes. Keep track. We've got Brandan. <laughs> Last name Hall, my cousin. Brandan Hall. Brandon, Brandon. Hall. B R A N D A N. Twenty three. So now we're getting younger than me. This is, but he looks like he's like five years older than me. I just am. He's troubled. got that mustache and chain. He's a bartender from Carlsbad, California. Nice. Did he do anything? I don't think so. No. No. Brandan. There was like a string of them that happened fast. You know, you start getting to the montage where they like get four All the ones that'll be entrance. cut super soon. Yeah. Well, speaking of being cut super soon, <laughs> next up was our magician, resident magician, uh, resident magician, uh, Roby. Yes. Right. I Not even Robbie. Like, right. Roby. Oh, no. But he's 33 and he's a magician. So. Um, no offense to magicians. Here's where <laughs> Roby went wrong. The mag- He's still a magician. <laughs> um, Roby did not use his magic to make himself cool. And if I was yeah, a magician, if I was a magician, I would be like using my tricks to increase my swagger. Yeah, you gotta like enter with like a David Blaine stunt, not like you gotta roll up like in a block of ice or something. He needs to cut not doing card tricks. He needs to cut his hair a little bit and slick it back into like some fiery spikes. Whoa. And um use like eyeliner tastefully. Um and <laughs> maybe. And get a really nice fitting suit. Um yeah. he's wearing like a tux, wasn't he? I think he needs to become Adam like- Lambert. Um, and then I think he can compete. I don't know. <laughs> um, but it's the magician voice where you, you know, have to like oh, yeah. go slow like and, and kind of talk down to them, you know, where it kind of feels like you're talking to a child even. Um, and he used that voice in his intro and then also later on in the night when he talked to the women. Yeah, And it's just like... It, it the whole thing feels like a facade like i don't feel like i'm actually talking to you well it feels like he's like doing he's performing for them which is like the mode that he is in because he's doing his tricks yeah. um but you've got to be able to like put that down and then like snap back into like oh no like i'm just a regular person still yeah for sure <sighs> poor roby <laughs> <laughs> so we've got john who is 26 and he's an English teacher from Nashville, Tennessee. He is our resident good guy. Nice guy. Um, yeah. But he kind of already stumbled a bit by mixing up Gabby and Rachel's names. You can yeah. tell he's very nervous. Big oof. Because he's not the traditional contestant, you know. He's like a goody, goody guy. Yeah, he's, he's not a middle a frat American bro. teacher. Yeah, and so... 
you know, I think I would be nervous too. <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah. Um, and now the the two limos have have been emptied because you know they always bring out like two limos and then after the limos you get all of the like alternative entrances, and so the first one is we get uh, Tino driving up in a forklift, um, and we learn pretty quickly that he is Rachel's type. Um, she is about Tino, um, and I really thought his name was Tito like the vodka this whole time. <laughs> Tito, um, but no, Tino, probably, you know, I, I assume Tino is like Italian. I don't know. Mm-hmm, for sure. Yeah. Um, and her family is Italian, right? Uh, I think Oh, so. Rachel's? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, but he's 27. He's a general contractor from Playa del Rey, California. I'm surprised he's not like from New York or something. <laughs> um, but anyway which I guess there's Italians from all over, not just New York. But yeah, I think he made a big splash with his entrance. Um, I don't, there were some, there were some puns in there, surely about forking and I don't know, whatever. Um, Here's my take is yes, he definitely like connected with Rachel and she did her soft dibs. But he's totally the type that could vibe with Gabby too. I think he's going to be a dangerous one yeah that they're kind of, gonna he's kind of the bad boy vibe mm-hmm. guy gotta look out for those contractors man i know tyler c you know how have you heard the joke about how you know someone this guy died and he showed up at the pearly gates and he's like wow these look nice you know saint peter how'd you guys get those built so good he's like oh yeah we had to like go down to hell and get a contractor and everything oh i know rude to rude to contractors but Extremely Tino rude. seems like he's a little bit of a bad a bad boy. So I, we'll see. I know a good contractor in heaven. That's so true. Things are looking up. Yeah, that's true. Hmm. <laughs> so now we've got Jacob who rides in on a white horse shirtless Oof. with his long blonde hair. He seriously looks like Prince Charming from Oiled Shrek. Up. Um, Oiled up. It was just crazy. They had to go buy more. I thought he was an actor and I think they did too. <laughs> well what is he he is a mortgage broker <laughs> from scottsdale <laughs> 27 years old how boring um but big splashy entrance i appreciate that i don't know why he has his hair like in his like top knot or like his man bun in his photo because i think he looks much better with his hair down i feel like that's um true for most guys with long hair the man <laughs> bun is not cute but yeah, they think this, that's better they think that's better than just embracing their locks. Probably. Well, when you've got a horse and you get to be shirtless and oiled up, then you really got to let it go. Yeah. But um, let's see. What do we get next? Uh, Tyler. I didn't have anything on Tyler, but we do have that he is 25 and he's a small business owner from New Jersey. So I think he has a cute look. I like him. Yeah, I think he's got an interesting look, but I don't see him going far. But I don't remember, I don't really remember him from the episode. Um, But yeah, we'll have to see. Speaking of cutting your hair, we have Colin, a 36-year-old sales director from Chicago. And his hair is too long, in my opinion. He's got like the quarter zip sweater going on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just don't think he's going to vibe with either of them. Too old also. Yeah. Because they're both like, what, like 28? Yeah. 
he Person says he's husband holder? material but um honestly prove it to me yo i just don't i just don't know i think he had them like touch his sweater or something he's like <laughs> I'm feel this. it's the classic you oh, heard right. that before the husband yes material joke. yes yeah he made that one then we got the twins joey and justin oh i they think are they twins. are cuties they they're are 24 clearly, but they're babies they are they're babies children. they're definitely not ready to get married they're totally on here for a gag but like they're actually cute and there's not a lot of guys that i think are like oh crazy like tv level cute like sure all these guys are attractive but in terms of like what you're used to for like tv quality i think the twins are one of the only ones up there they've got that look but they're from connecticut and they're twins that's all we know about them so yeah in their bios they both like to club like they're just like having fun they want to get famous on tiktok by coming on this show that's what's clearly obviously but (laughs) sad news for them stay tuned um oh i think that you're up so termaine which i really like that name it's unique like germaine but termaine um he is a crypto guy from naperville illinois 28 years old look out tell us termaine which cryptocurrency is a good investment hit us up longhaulpod at (laughs) gmail.com we need to know um Spencer uh, is 27. He's a venture capitalist from Chicago, Illinois. Um, and he kind of has a thoughtful a thoughtful uh, thing to present to them, which is a couple chairs. He knows that they've been sit- standing there for a while. And in heels, that's tough for your feet. So you just need to take a rest and sit in some chairs. So that was kind of nice. Do you think it's genuine? I mean, you can't tell. <laughs> There's no way of knowing. The producers probably put him up to it. They gave him the idea... I've just seen his archetype too many times. Totally like frat vibes, finance mm. bro, mm. Chicago suburbs. Wearing Columbia vests. Those like thick eyebrows that aren't just like naturally thick, but like he totally like keeps them in line. Um, strong jaw. <laughs> wow. I just, I'm just suspicious. Okay. We'll have to see. We've got Matt. Who's a shipping executive, so another industry, like I said before, where he's an executive. 25 from San Diego, California. I think he's the first of the San Diegoans that could not vibe as much with Aaron and James if he loses this show. I think he is too, too nice. He's got one of those, like, mouths and smiles that's just unbelievably large. Like, it's just built different is, I think, the, the phrase. Mm-hmm. Um and he's, but he seems really nice. Um, you got, we gotta look out for Matt. Uh, almost done. Three left. Nate. Um, he, I don't remember who it was from Clayton's season, and maybe there were even two, but there was someone who came in with like Clayton's head on a pillow. Um, and so Nate came in, which I don't know if this is referencing. It was that Gabby. Well. Was it Gabby? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Maybe that's why. Maybe he watched. And so anyway, Nate comes in. He's 33, electrical engineer from Chicago. Got a good engineer. Um, And he's got a pillow with each of their faces on either side. So um, depending on what he's feeling, he can turn it one way or the other. So uh, (laughs) And signal to them, which we know um, and have the suspicions that he is also going to be one that um, 
develops feelings for both of them based mm. on previews. So yeah, he's a hard one to hide who who it is, who he is in the previews because he's got kind of a he's got some dreads that kind of fall off to the side. Yeah, you're like, oh, there's Nate again kissing Rachel now. Oh, yeah, Nate again. He's got that, that hair that no one else's hair that's like that, and yeah. it's very recognizable. So Nate is about to shake up some dates. So. <laughs> Um, next we have Jordan V, a 27 year old drag racer from Alpharetta, Georgia. And of course, you know, this is like racing cars, but you can't, you know, unthink drag race. (laughs) So in my head, I'm like, oh, like drag queen. I mean, I assume that like, like that's referencing I feel like that's kind of like an yes. ironic reference. Right, right. It is, it is. Drag, drag race racing. is called that because of like drag racing cars. Um, it's just funny. I don't see Jordan as a drag queen. <laughs> but he's a sweetie. He could be. He has like, I feel like his face is like somewhat <laughs> feminine. That's fair. Yeah, it's a, yeah, I just don't see it personality wise. But no, I mean, no. I'm sure most guys would be decent enough as drag queens it's a lot of makeup that's required you can really change someone's entire look yeah all right and last but not least certainly not least is eric with a ch um he's 29 he's a real estate analyst from bedminster new jersey uh and he doesn't know how to tie a tie or he didn't have time to tie a tie it was unclear as to why his tie was not tied but he needed help and he he got them to help kind of a nice little a nice little thing gives you an excuse to kind of get some get some physical closeness uh with the leads and Mm -hmm. um yeah seems nice so he also looks slightly like clayton um but not as much as ryan and i also feel like he gives off more of a southern vibe than new england so maybe he's not originally from new jersey but those are just my thoughts yeah but that is all of the men. That's the limo entrances. That's kind of some very brief introductions. Who was your favorite introduction? Uh, overall, I don't know. None of them were like amazing. And I just don't really remember. I mean, Jacob's was pretty great. Um, hard to beat. Riding in is Prince Charming. Yeah. Shirtless, oiled up. I just liked Hayden the best because he just like immediately hit you with that smile. Mm, the dimples. Yeah. Yeah. He gets, yeah. Um, so then kind of the, the evening was kind of split up into two parts. Uh, the first part was very short, which is where they figured out that it didn't, it was really awkward and didn't work well to talk to guys together, uh, for the leads. So, um, Roby hilariously got the first conversation and had a card trick for both of them. Uh, and then they kind of, the three of them chatted, uh, and it just kind of, as we talked about, he still kind of had his performer vibe going during the whole conversation and they just really weren't vibing. Um, I think he yeah. should have done a card trick for the entire group to like as an icebreaker to get the night started and then like ended his magician vibes for the rest of the night and just like tried to talk season. to them. At, yeah. <laughs> tried to talk to Rachel and Gabby as like Roby 
like aside from his magic um and I think it would have been a fun thing to like you know loosen people up also show a side of him that is clearly important but doesn't need to dominate everything for him to do like a fun trick before they go off into the conversations but instead he used his entire time to just do tricks and like we didn't learn a single other thing about him Mm. um and so yeah it was really clear that that was just like a week um conversation time it yeah. was it, yeah it was bad. and then that was immediately followed up by them bringing in the twins to talk to both of them at the same time and it just kind of also went weird i think it's just clear that they're like too much younger um or just on a different like place mature like maturity wise yeah life like interests and stages ambitions um and so, like, they talked about, like, what's different? Like, obviously, your twins, you have a lot in common, but, like, what are the differences? But then, like, they had, like, two things that they cited as being differences, but then basically said they were kind of the same. Uh, and Gabby was, like, you could just see it on her face that she was not interested and just not about this twin thing, um, which is kind of a shame because you think with the double bachelorette that this would be a great season for twins. Yeah, I think they should have had more than one set um that's true yeah they should have but had a maybe bunch of twins. it's probably super hard to find and like it's clear that you can pull these guys because like they're not up to anything <laughs> right. right or now. do some like have some fun with it like only have one of them come out initially and then have the other one sneak in at some point or do something besides just like having them come up and be like hey we're twins yeah <laughs> it was it was um a total waste of what could have been a really fun yeah, missed opportunity apparently the third set of twins on this franchise so mm. and i think the least successful what i'm curious about um we did hear from the twins that they did want to speak to gabby and rachel together but we don't know about roby i'm curious if like gabby and rachel you know unsure about how this is supposed to look and how they're supposed to divide their time kind of like gravitated toward each other and then Roby was the first one to come up to them and so they kind of just like naturally went together with him or did Roby invite both of them I don't know um it's just kind of like I wonder what his move there was to like get both of them together maybe he was worried that he wouldn't like get time or have the guts later on to talk to one or both of them and so he's like I'll just do it both at the same time together right now um but I don't know there could be a very real possibility that like Gabby and Rachel started off the night together intentionally um because this is just like so weird and they don't know how to like break off and kind of start their own individual journeys I don't know that's a big question mark there but after they talk to the twins, they do finally say, okay, um, maybe one of the reasons why we're not having good conversations so far is not just the men that we've talked to. Maybe it's because we're like literally having like group chats. And so let's have one-on-ones. See you later, girl. Bye. Love you. And so they split up and kind of do their own thing. Should we go... Um lightning round to just kind of hit some of the the moments with each of the kind of individual conversations to kind of wrap this up yeah um do you want to do uh i'll do gabby and you do rachel maybe yeah and we can just kind of go back and forth let's do it um ryan wanted to teach 
Gabby. Some it's gonna be hard because we have, can't just say her because we have to specify which lead. I realized during the episode, it's like, oh no, we have to specify which lead we're talking about. So Ryan and Gabby, um, he is gonna teach her some Boston slang slash accent. Um, and she just he's like writing on a whiteboard. She's just kind of um, belittling his handwriting. Um, but that's just kind of Gabby, you know. And she just is roast. She likes to casually roast guys. Um, and they seem like they have good chemistry. So um, look out for Ryan. Yeah, I was kind of shook about this because I, especially since he looks so much like Clayton slash Jesse, I was like, maybe that'll be his whole personality and there won't be much there. <laughs> and also maybe they won't be able to like see like past the fact that he looks extremely like Clayton. But um, I was surprised that was like the first guy where you see like some major flirting and connection happening. Yeah. Um, and I also didn't think it would be with Gabby. So this was, this was um, different for me. Yeah, for sure. Unexpected. Um, Everybody uh, is trying to figure out how this is going to work. Not just all of us viewers, but the men, Gabby and Rachel, ABC, Jesse, nobody has the answers. Yeah. Um, but you know, in the midst of that chaos, we have glorious Hayden <laughs> grounding us all. Ding, ding, ding. Okay, this literally was the most precious, one of the most precious things I've seen on this show. Really thoughtful, and it does feel real. Um, maybe I'm biased because it's Hayden, but he pulls Rachel aside and gives her a belated birthday card that he hand wrote, mm. and that was just so sweet and she was surprised like Mm -hmm. that is so thoughtful and one could argue though that he's looking into the girls too much before going on the show if he like knew you know her birthday was coming up whatever but I'm not going to be cynical I'm gonna say that he was like oh yeah just happened to know that her birthday happened recently and I want to like give her this card and like be really sweet from the beginning because I'm Hayden and I'm sweet hey if they're gonna claim that by virtue of them entering on from the limo means that they're dating them totally fair game for them guys to know their birthday true (laughs) apparently everybody is yeah it's crazy when they say like i have to break up with someone tonight it's like oh okay you didn't start dating you met them um yeah i think he's straight to hometowns you know just write him in in sharpie so sharpie him in um gabby is you know hanging out with Jacob who still is not wearing a shirt does not put on a shirt the whole night um and neither does what's his face with the shoes um <laughs> you know the contestants when you enter that's how you have to stay you know if you're in a straight jacket you stay in your straight jacket if you're in a um if you're in a catering or a room service cart with your head in a salad good old Rick uh you stay that way so you got to really consider that when you're gonna make your entrance on the Bachelor or Bachelorette, is that you're kind of you're kind of locked in. I guess you're they didn't in it for the long. They long. didn't make James stay in the box, but <laughs> oh, good old James. James uh, in a box. No, <laughs> but Gabby says to the camera, "Shirtless Jacob, his pecs are rock hard. I can't stop looking at them." And then she makes that like crazy face with her eyes like going either direction. Classic. Right, where's the sound effect? Bling, bling, bling. Classic Gabby moment. <laughs> Lol. Um, yeah, I think it's interesting. The girls are talking a lot about like their physical connections to the men right away. Mm. Um, which you don't hear as much from bachelorettes, at least on the first night. But 
Um, who knows? Rachel uh, enjoyed her conversation with Avon, but she was disappointed that he didn't kiss her. So now we start kind of hearing the theme. that the girls, they want to be kissed night one. And I guess Clayton kissed her night one. And so she Probably. has that expectation. And there's no hesitation. She's like, let's get it started. Maybe because she knows she's going to have less time overall with the guys since she's sharing this season with Gabby. I don't know. Yeah. Um, who knows? But she is not a fan of the fact that he didn't kiss her. Um, but no worries because she goes right into hanging out with Jordan V, the drag racer. Um, and he takes her outside, shows her one of his drag racing cars, tries to compare it to a plane and <laughs> her piloting. I thought this was good though. Like I think he was trying to, you know, kind of... Uh, tie together some some common interests yeah no i think that that i totally agree i totally agree i think it's like funny though because we're talking about how she like doesn't really pilot anymore maybe well i mean i'm sure she she, like flew in (laughs) okay you're right you're right remember yeah that we know of at the beginning Mm -hmm. and i you know i'm mostly just joking i'm sure that they continue at least a lot of them i'm sure continue working in their in their industry Uh but i thought that he was like really cool about this like i don't think he did it and like he just came off really well yeah Um, it was like natural oh yeah like this is this thing you know it you know it does this like you heard of horsepower like it's got a lot yeah um so it was just i think he like handled it really well um very tasteful mm-hmm. um and she was about it she liked it she did but, but still didn't get a kiss no kiss she's like we're outside it's night what's no going kiss. on kiss and you know what honestly it seems like she's not gonna hand out her first impression rose to someone who doesn't kiss her and you know no, didn't kiss not. her hayden hayden didn't kiss her either hayden. i know i'm but sad about hey, this he's a gentleman he doesn't kiss on the first date well she clearly doesn't care but yeah, then we get a conversation with Mara and Gabby, standard, standard, you know, first night conversation, but ends in a kiss. They, they go in for it. They get the smoochy smooch. And she, I mean, I think he like, he starts it, but then they do like some follow up kisses and she's like leaning in for it mm. and is like, Mwah, and then yeah, pulls back about it. and then goes back in and, and it's just like, I love these sound effects. <laughs> very interesting she like almost like sits all the way back away from him before she goes back in for a kiss she's not like staying there it's it's strange it's it's a little weird um but now rachel has her moment to shine with some smooches because tino takes her to the stairs and um is kind of you know joking about how she had bad memories on the stairs during clayton season crying echoing through this convention center in iceland that clayton is conveniently ignoring her cries um and you know to kind of uh re uh what's the word reclaim reclaim the stairs he makes out with her so tino the italian dreamo and Rachel finally gets her wish that she's kissed on the first night. Yep. Um, so now Tino becomes really the only viable um, contestant for her first impression rose since her standard is the physical intimacy. That's true so far. But, you know, they reconvene. And as we kind of talked about, they did kind of some soft, some soft territory claiming, you know, like, yeah. Some I'm soft like, dibs, which I think could dibs, be the yeah. name of an ice cream. Mm, that, does sound like, that does sound like an ice cream. But yeah, they're they're kind of, you know, 
saying like, oh yeah, and I kissed him and I really like him and, you know, not so subtly, but also just kind of in a good way, um, you know, just kind of letting them know like, hey, I had a great connection with this guy. Yeah. And there's not overlap so far. So it's all like fun and games. Ha ha. We still both hate Clayton. We're happy for each other. Can't believe we're bachelorettes. It is maybe... It's the first and maybe the last time that soft dibs don't feel a little uncomfy because there's just, there's no overlap yet. Yeah. But then immediately after Jesse brings out the first impression roses, um, then the immediate next conversations we see are both of the, or each of them getting time with Logan. Um, but he, after kind of conversations with both of them, they seem to, you know, I think both get along with him well. He do, he doesn't know which one he's going to go for. So I think some of the guys have maybe at this point said like, oh, yeah, I'm more into her, into one or the other. Um, but I think it's Logan's convenient be... that Gabby and Rachel chat before, like supposedly before they chat with Logan. Oh, yeah, I'm sure so it's then there's there's still like no overlap yet. Yeah. It would have been spicy for uh them to like do their soft dibs after both having chatted with Logan to see which one kind of felt more uh strongly about him. But yeah, they specifically don't do that. Um which I find interesting because a drama opportunity for <laughs> ABC that they totally rejected. Yeah. Shocking. Then we get a similar thing with Eric. Um, he kind of, he chats with both of them. Gabby, got some classic Gabby roasts in there. Um, and then they also kiss. So Gabby and Eric kiss. Um, but then Eric chats with Rachel. I don't think Eric and Rachel kissed, but we saw the conversation with both of them back to back. So that could be another thing that would have been interesting to talk about is like, I feel like it's clear that Eric is uh, more strongly connected to Gabby. But what if yeah. Rachel likes him back more? I yeah. don't know. That'll. I think those will be the things. I think they're. I think we're kind of getting. I think they're showing us. You know who, it, maybe not. I don't know if it's villains, but who some of the, like kind of the big stories are going to be from this first episode, um, with a couple of these guys who who get a chance to talk to both of them. Um, so then we get the um, time for first impression roses, which I mean that's like we saw like six conversations for each of them. Not very many. Um, and, you know, there's probably more that happened, but we just, obviously, the episode, only a two-hour premiere. I feel like they could have done a three-hour premiere. Um, but they're just getting right to it. Um, so, uh, let's see, where was I? Oh, yeah, Rachel is first up with the first impression, Rose. Um, and, you know, how can you top a magical stair makeout? And so she gives it to Tino. I personally would prefer a handwritten birthday card <laughs> over a stair makeout any day. Good to know. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe use that information someday. Um, but then Gabby pulls Mario and Mario gets Gabby's first impression rose. So Were you surprised? Uh no, I think because they kissed. <laughs> yeah, fair. I just think her conversation was better with others and Mario wasn't the only one she kissed, but I guess the one she kissed the longest. So yeah, so it's like, you know, it's 5 a.m. Uh, and it's so they have to get to the rose ceremony before it's high noon. Uh, <laughs> and uh, the women are kind of concerned because they didn't get to chat with apparently a lot of the guys. It's not just like a couple of them that didn't get 
like a chance to talk with them yeah and it's like half of them maybe didn't which, get like, like time what, which is what crazy. happened what were you doing <laughs> i mean they have to wait till it's dark to start filming so they can't start filming until like 10 yeah with the limo entrances and so that only gives them like six hours but then sure and then they probably spend like 10 minutes or 15 minutes with a guy well, maybe, maybe I don't know. Maybe their um chat with each other in the middle of the night, like yeah, that probably took some time. Yeah, but still, like, yeah, how do you only talk to like six or seven people each? I don't know. But yeah, they they kind of convene. They they and then chat with Jesse, and they want to kind of, you know, they they're like, what are the rules? We want to like kind of do something different tonight and jesse's like you guys are the leads you do whatever the heck you want um which it seems like jesse's like oh you guys get to kind of figure it out we don't know what's going on jesse's like it the process didn't work for me so might as well make it whatever you want (laughs) yeah um and then i think that this will probably go down as an all-time um an all-time premiere moment in this franchise where they're all standing there lined up for the rose ceremony and instead of starting to hand out roses, they just call uh, out Joey, Justin, and Roby, uh, so the twins and the magician, and just say, hey, like, come outside with us. We want to chat with you. And uh, they just, as a group, uh, say, uh, we didn't get to talk to everyone, uh, and so we're going to keep everyone around. But we did talk to you guys, and there's just not a chance <laughs> um, that there's anything or any possibility of any relationship here for either of us with any of you. So thanks for coming, but we're going to send you home now uh, after, you know, we just called you out specifically in the whole group uh, when you were lined up for the rose ceremony. Um, See you. Bye. (laughs) So awkward. And it was a group breakup. Yes. Amazing. Which wasn't the whole point of why they're bachelorettes is because they went through the crappiest like thing ever a group breakup this is not a breakup they declined to start dating any of these three yes but still (laughs) they could issue these um goodbyes individually instead of as a group well i think the twins are kind of a package deal they did their intro that's fair an entrance together so i think they kind of tied themselves to each other okay so why doesn't gabby take roby or vice versa and then rachel takes the twins i don't know and I mean, they could they at least each... do smaller breakups right yeah i know it's tough um tough for for the three of them but it's so here's my theory about why we see three people go home that like they actually talked to versus like a bunch of these guys saying that they didn't. I think because there's two of them, you are more hesitant to officially cut someone because, yeah, you might know without even having talked to them that they're for sure not going to be a contender for you. But um you you know don't want to send them home because you don't know if like the other person mm. will end up liking them since the other person also hasn't talked to them That's a good and point. so if they talked about that i feel like there would have been people that neither of them talked to that they both feel like right off the bat with like just by looking at them or whatever they don't feel like they have a chance with but they're not vocalizing that because they don't want to like 
um, immediately cut an opportunity for the other person. But it's like, okay, we both did talk to Roby and the twins even together too. So we like all heard the same content. It's not like you heard more or a deeper thing from either of them. And we know that that content didn't work for either of us. So we can like safely send all of these people home and know that we're not taking away a potential opportunity for the other lead. But with people they didn't talk to, it's it makes sense that they might be worried about that and not want to like send them home, even though one of them or both of them might be already sure that there's people there they didn't talk to that they don't care to talk to. Yeah, um, no, that's a good point. So it feels weird, but it actually is not that weird given this unique structure, you know, yeah, to no, send home people sense. they talk to. But yeah, um, they send them home and then they announce that there's no rose ceremony. They all get to stay around. Cheers. Yeah. And that's Champagne. the episode. Yeah. Champagne at 7 a.m. Yeah. Without n- orange juice. 9 a.m. I don't know. Um, but yeah, and that was the episode. So... Um, I think that we should kind of just do an off the cuff, like who are your top four contestants? Uh, Hayden, 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 Hayden. No. Those are four. Right. (laughs) Um, no, I, I really like Hayden. Obviously he's my number one. Um, I think that Ethan is fun. Um, I want to get to know him more. I... I think Eric's okay. I think him and Gabby have a fun connection. I'm happy for her. Uh, and John is really sweet, the shy English teacher. Oh yeah. Um, and then but I mean, honorable... like, who are like your top four? Like, these are the maybe not your top oh. four favorite, but like these guys. If you had to pick, like, who your top four? Which I know it's different. Who's we don't gonna know. be in the top four? Right. And I don't even know if it's gonna be like a top four hometowns. Maybe it'll be like six or something. Yeah. Um, but like power rankings, like who do you think are the like? Well, probably Tino and Mario for sure, since they That's got true. the respective first impression roses. Um, and then Hayden, and then maybe Nate. We know he's kind of a. Um, he didn't talk. He didn't really talk to either of them. I know. I I'm just thinking about previews. Like he was. Well, you can't go off of previews. Okay, okay. Cheating. I think Logan. I think you gotta put Logan in the top four. Logan. Which was it yeah, Logan or Eric? Maybe, maybe. Was it Logan or Eric that got the like, oh, I'm totally going to get one of these first impression roses. I think it was one of the two of them were doing like the whole like, at least they were the ones who we, they showed yeah. us as being the like confident, like I'm going to get it. Yeah. I don't know. I can't For remember. For sure. I'm a shoe in. And then they don't. I mean, I could no see idea. either of them saying that. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know. Um, I, what else do you think? Anybody else that I missed? No, which, uh, well, I think, I think you, I think Avon is definitely like a dark horse, um, partially just cause he, uh, you know, Rachel or is it Rachel? Yeah, yeah. Rachel really liked him and he didn't, didn't get a kiss from him, but yeah, I mean, obviously there's like eight guys that we saw, uh, conversations with. So it's hard to, it is hard to kind of it's easy to just kind of say, well, of course it's like these four guys, but yeah, I think that my general sense is that I really like these, this group of men much more than any like of the bachelorette casts that I've like of the seasons I've seen, which has only been like three or four. Um, but I just really like this group of guys. Yeah. It seems like they'll be less dramatic. (laughs) Maybe. Uh, which is shocking because it's such like a, 
dramatic setup with two bachelorettes, but it almost seems like despite that, it's gonna be maybe just like better vibes in the house. I don't know. Hopefully. Yeah. I'm sure they'll come up with something to be dramatic about. Yeah. They always do. Those bachelorette contestants. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let us know your thoughts about this first episode and about how you think this season will be structured because it really is still a mystery even one episode in. I think next week as we start seeing um, the leads go on dates, we'll get a better sense of what a regular season episode will look like. Um, the first night is always, you know, its own animal anyway, but we're really excited to see how this unfolds with all of you. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah. Reach out, um, by Instagram or email if that's what you're about. Um, yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Love to hear your feedback, rate us, review us, all that good stuff and share us with your friends. If you have friends in Bachelor Nation who are interested in, just getting more, you know, I, I guess sometimes <laughs> getting more. you just, you watch the episode, you just want to hear other people talk about it. So, um, yeah, share us if you know people who would be interested. Thank you so much. This has been In It For The Long Call with Zeke and Lexi Hall.